Today we have Britney Spears, more Michael Orr, and Robert De Niro in our headlines for things you might have heard for the Thursday, August 17, 2023 edition. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne, and this program here is going to present for you the latest in information, politics, current events, and pop culture from yesterday, actually. And what we're going to give to you are some top stories that you actually voted up, if you will. You vetted as conversational. We'll explain how we get those stories in just a bit. But eight stories to get to you today, plus some fun stuff at the end. And we'll end a little bit of sales stuff in the middle. So stick tuned for that. Work through that. It will work out in this way. Trust me, you'll love it. We give you both conventional news, mainstream stuff, if you will, and unconventional news stories that sort of miss out with the big things happening. Of course, there's a lot of Trump going on, and we've got Trump as well, but there's a lot of other things going on that are interesting, and some things are pretty important that get mixed out in the you know big, flashy headlines. Stick with us by going to our website at thisisaconversationproject.com for more details on what we do all week long with these things, including this thing as I'm speaking live to you. It is now 5.53 in the morning, 5.50 a.m. every Every weekday morning at Central Time, we give you this thing that lasts about 20, 25 minutes. So catch us live or catch us in recordings. You can find the details on how to find that at our website. Now, let's get into the morning, shall we? Today, as we said, is Thursday, um, the 17th of August. And these are the eight headlines that were vetted by you as conversational that we pulled out as some of the better ones to put in there. The first headline is this one here. Britney Spears and husband Sam Ashanti split headed for divorce. This is um, sort of tragic breaking news happening, and this is what we're getting from TMZ. Uh, I didn't get to see very others, many other sources out there. Well, actually, a bunch of sources with the same headline, but didn't go deeper into many other stories other than the story we pulled from this one. And it looks like it's stemming from some infidelity, and the infidelity happens to be on Britney Spears's part. Apparently, Sam confronted Britney over some rumors that something happened huge fight is going on and now uh they are supposedly living in different places and working towards something that's a divorce we'll see how this thing plays out in the next couple of days and because of a lot of things going on uh you know these are the stories that turn into the ones we really keep an eye on because it's really in people's business the spilling tea type stories and we do do that because this is what people are talking about it's conversational stuff so I, I say don't blame me but you know because we all want to talk about these things but we'll go deeper in the story as more details come out right now it looks like they're rolling towards some sort of divorce after about two and a half years of marriage this is for Britney Spears and her husband Sam Agashi now on the Britney Spears tip there have been a lot of weird stuff going on with Britney Spears after the conservatorship was ended and you know after she got married to the new person and things happening around this may have something to do with her not being able to handle herself. And I'm saying those words very carefully, um, just in general. Not that she should have been in a conservatorship for 15 years, but this may be a thing that's just sort of a Britney thing that it's in most cases would be a private thing, but because she's famous and people love her for being famous, we care maybe a bit too much. We also may care a bit too much about the next story. Michael Orr accused of $15 million shakedown preceding the blindside lawsuit. Now, Michael Orr popped into the news uh, a few days ago as he has said that he's been in a conservatorship with the Tuies who semi-adopted him but didn't actually adopt him because of paperwork issues. And because of that, they've had control over his money for a lifetime. Oddly, at 18, when they brought him in to sort of help foster his life, he signed over the rights to a bunch of his thoughts and processes as if he were a kid, but not actually adopted. And because of that, he's lost out of money. Apparently, 
what's being said here is before we heard about the lawsuit to get him out of the conservatorship, he actually tried to shake down the Tuies for about $15 million, trying to get some of that money back, if you will, or just trying to get money out of them to keep the thought process of the bad press of him not being adopted and the good story of the, of the blind side not being true, because based on true stories are never actually totally true. But sometimes the parts that aren't said out loud are done to clean things up. For example, we go to um, uh, this, the story with uh, Will Smith, um, The Joy to Happiness, which I've totally butchered that name right out. Uh, it was a, a story about him, uh, the guy uh, living with his son and being homeless and working through things. The reality is, while he was homeless, he had no contact with his son. It was made to be, you know, to dramatize the story. This thing here apparently extremely dramatized because Michael Orr says none of this stuff happened, even though he lapped up all the limelight in the process. We will see as both sides say what they want to say in the story going forward. It's not going to be pretty for either part parties, either part of the families. The next story headline reads charges against Alex Baldwin in Rust shooting could be refiled. There's a kind of a weird thing about the Rust shooting. Uh, the, this, the Rust shooting is the shooting on the scene, on the on the set of Rust, the movie that Alec Baldwin was star starring in, where a gun went off while he was practicing and it fired off and killed a person in the in the actual, um, who, you know, a, a, a prop person who was just standing there, not expecting a loaded gun to fire at her because it should not have been loaded. Part of the problem with this is what got him out of the issue in the first place. Alec Baldwin was... The fact that the gun, he said he didn't pull the trigger. Now, some more reports say that the gun that he had could not have fired involuntarily. There's no way it could have not have fired unless Alex Baldwin's finger was on the trigger, whether he intended to pull it or not. This charge may come back to him, and we may see him back in court to deal with this after apparently we thought it went away. Sometimes these things never actually go away. World Cup soccer, it still matters, even though the U.S. is not in it. In fact, a lot of people sort of care. The headline we have is England takes down host Australia to advance to the World Cup final. The final's actually all set with England playing Spain in the final, and it'll be the first title for either team. If they get that, England was as favored, basically a second or third place after the United States in the whole big thing, uh, but they actually had some issues to deal with on their own. They had a lot of injuries on their team, and they showed that they could be the best in the world by being the best in the world, even on a second or third string batch of players. The United States, supposedly the best in the world, did not put it all together, just did not have the magic to make this thing happen. Of course, bounced out in the first game in the round of 16. Apple to pay $50 million in iPhone battery gate lawsuit. This coming from um, business side of Yahoo News. And they're going to finally pay up for this one. Now, people in battery gate, if you remember how that worked out, was the fact that iPhone batteries essentially after a fairly short period of time started to uh, recede, started not hold as much charge, basically started to die essentially deliberately because Apple wanted you to upgrade your phone to a next phone. And they did it by putting in code to make sure that your old phone didn't have great battery life. So each iPhone user, user could receive about $65 from Apple and altogether the lawsuit comes about $500 million in the actual iPhones so for the actual lawsuit for on total. So if you had a phone that had some issues back in the day, make sure you put in your, your money, put in your, your bid for this because 65 bucks on a phone, you know, it, that's a bill. It may not seem like a lot for a thousand dollar phone. But that's a bill that's paid for $65. Dodgers fan names daughter after Mookie Betts following home run. This is an interesting thing. Uh, like Mookie Betts hit a home run, a big one, a 
436 foot home run off left field uh, and gave a fist bump to a fan after a game about that. And then a few weeks later, social media was all abuzz about the new baby named after Mookie Betts. So um, he had to, <laughs> the, the fan had to own up to a bet and he did it. So now Mookie, a beautiful name for a beautiful baby. Uh, going up, going forward. So I'm pretty sure that that um, God Daddy Mookie will take good care of this fan's baby for quite some time. We're trying to make sure that we keep Maui in the news, in some case, on as much positive light or at least getting in the info that, that people should know what's going on. Joe Biden's going to travel to Maui um, next week, very soon, and the locals are lashing out against the visit um, because this is what happens. What happens in a big major disaster is at some point in time, the president comes down. Actually, at some point in time, many high-ranking officials come down. They walk around. They do some stuff. They shake some hands. They talk good about folks. We remember Bush during Katrina. That happened as well, and very other cases are happening. One of the biggest problems is when a person like this stature comes into town, they basically wreck everything for everyone else. And all the maneuvers it takes to keep Biden safe is not exactly what the island of Maui and the state of Hawaii really needs right now, while Biden coming to see the actual trauma is a big deal and shows the importance of it. The work around Biden coming to see the trauma is even bigger deal and sometimes not worth the effort. Biden's probably still coming. It's going to happen. It's going to it's going to be what's there. But we also can look at ideas and pictures of things like Trump going to Puerto Rico and not actually paying the money he promised and throwing paper towels at people and calling it a victory. Sometimes those things happen. We'll see what happens with this visit. Maybe he'll call it off and some people will be mad he didn't show up, but maybe he'll do it anyway. And some people will be mad that he caused, you know, a fracas of people moving around the city and the cities and the state because of what's going on, especially since there's basically no resources on the island at the moment. And, oh, yeah, we did say we bring up Trump again. Trump allies will be booked at Fulton County Jail, Sheriff says. This is a kind of a long stretching uh, article we posted fairly early that was been kind of floating around. We haven't plucked it in for one of these top stories that we're presenting here. But we have a spot for today. I want to remind the folks that the sheriff from Fulton County said that unless he's told otherwise, and so far he hasn't, Donald Trump and all his boys are going to be booked in a Fulton County Jail when they come in for uh, to surrender themselves. The whole process procedure will be as normal. Now, Trump has Secret Service uh, folks, and Trump's going to be very hard to run away from when the Secret Service is kind of looking at him to keep him from running away. That's there. It's not their job to so much, uh, you know, keep him in country, but keep him safe, and that means keep him where he's supposed to be. So there probably won't be what's going on. So far, Trump hasn't had any mug shots. He's been booked or or fingerprinted uh, digitally. Now they do that in a lot of cases. Who knows? Hadn't been booked in a while, so hadn't had any fingerprints taken. So they do that on a scanner now, not so much with the ink and washing your hands and stuff. And so all these things that happen, uh, a normal prisoner or a normal person who's indicted, a normal person for charges would do. The Fulton County Sheriff says that he's getting the full program. We'll see what happens when he surrenders himself. He has until next Friday to surrender himself. Uh, we will see what happens. Of course, the other 18 folks have until next Friday as well. They're all fighting to move this to federal court, as is Trump. We're going to see if he shows up in Atlanta and if he shows up um, with his boys and what happens going forward with that one. We recently added an errors, apologies, and omission spot. Today, we're just going to push through that. No time. There's some things we could have pulled in and extra things, but we're really going to move for time today. But So there wasn't anything major that we did that we messed up in the past. 
and no other really major stories to kind of pull into for today. So we're going to blow, blow, flow through that one and move on ahead to what is our teaser story and the explanation on how we do the feeds. So the teaser story, how we do the feeds, uh, work in tandem. We post news stories every 50 minutes on our feeds on Facebook and Twitter. Those are our sites, our postings, our, our, our homes on those platforms. So at Facebook, it is this is a conversation project. Follow us at our, our fan page there on Twitter or the X, if you will. Follow us at TH underscore conversation. And every 50 minutes, we post new stories from around the world, literally various different sources, a lot of them from the London tabloids. We get some Al Jazeera here every so often there as well. And so you see stories from all over the place, dealing with things from all over the place. And if you think it's interesting or you really, really hate it and want to show that we talk about it because you have hate interest, because that's a thing. Like it, love it, hate it, share it, engage in the story where it is. Every single weekday morning, we present you to you this thing here live at 5.50 a.m. On Mondays, we'll give you 10 stories from the top 30 stories of the full weekend. Tuesday through Friday, we give you 8 stories from the top 15 stories from the previous day, plus a couple hours, and present them to you here. Uh, when it's all said and done, we'll give you the, the top 10 stories for the full week from the weekly wrap-up. We'll talk about that in a moment. Today's teaser story we could talk about for Friday morning, if you deem it worthy. Two brands suspend advertising on X, that's Twitter, after their ads appeared next to pro-Nazi content. Check out the link, read the story, see what's going on. And that's one of the issues that X is having right now, is the fact that their, their filters in the content and the advertising things, although... Elon Musk says he's fixed a bunch of things, made things more fair, more equitable. A lot of brands, a lot of people are finding that they are advertising next to content they don't actually want to advertise to. And it, it's showing here as two brands are pulling out. Find out who the two brands are and what other brands are thinking about it as well by going to the link we have posted on Twitter and Facebook. Engage in it if you deal this one to be a big one. Let's talk about our sponsor for the day we're going to highlight. And that happens to be um, Fundrise. Fundrise is an interesting sponsor that we have because Fundrise was something I got into uh, literally at the beginning of last year to kind of diversify my portfolio. While stocks were not doing so great and the market was all sort of crazy, especially I, knew, I saw this because I just bought a new house, uh, Fundrise seemed like a great thing to get into. It was um, interesting. It, it's, it's real estate. It's real estate being managed as a fund, and you just put money into it, and you don't have to actually buy real estate, manage yourself, uh, get the rent, pay, take your things right there. A Literally, you're like a in a management company fund that takes care of major swaths of real estate. And all last year, I lost absolutely no money, period. No money lost in my real estate earnings in Fundrise. Uh, after some commissions and things like that for the end of the year, paying up taxes, you know, you start over again. So from there, it's a slightly lower and the market has slightly changed. But this is a way to diversify your portfolio and get into the housing market. And you can get in when you want to. We ask you to check out our link at Fundrise and understand how this works out because there are managers that do not just housing uh, properties, housing um, funds, but other different types of funds, technology as well. And you can get in for a great deal, no advisory fees for the first 30 days, and free shares, depending on what tier you get into. Go to thisistheconversationproject.com slash fundrise. This is a conversationproject.com slash fundrise for more details. F-U-N-D-R-I-S-E. This is an affiliate link, so you can stop by and check them out. And if you don't sign up, it costs you nothing. We get nothing. If you do, we get a slight commission for you signing up for 
Fundrise. But check it out. If you're looking for diversifying your portfolio or you just think, hey, I want to get into real estate but don't want to go buy houses, this may be the route that you need to go. Let's talk about us for a minute because when it's all said and done, it really is about us. And the us we're talking about particularly is the Conversation Project. This is conversationproject.com is our website where you can find all the archives of the stuff we do for the Conversation Project, plus links to where you can find us in various other forms. We have this video here, if you're watching the video, in audio format. We have the audio format in video format. This thing is coming out live right now as I'm speaking these words at 6.09 in the morning, but if you don't want to watch it live, if you've seen it live and want to watch it later instead, go to the website and find where you can get it for the replays. And of course, you don't want to hear or see me it's a newsletter version that comes out about 6.20 a.m. every single morning, or weekday morning, you say, with the links directly to the stories and a bit of context there. Plus, the fun stuff is in the newsletter. Just, just giving you that right there. If you want to help us out with what's supporting us, go to our website and stop by our sponsors page. Visit any of our sponsors. Stop by our partnerships page and see if you can partner up with us. But the biggest thing you can do is email us at the conversation inbox at gmail.com with tips and ideas and sometimes some hate. Not a lot of hate, but the hate you have, go ahead and send it. And follow us on the feeds, as we said, most, mostly often you'll see it in the scrolls if you're watching video on Facebook and Twitter. And give us things to talk about. We can't talk about things because literally your engagement does the rundown. You tell us what to talk about every single morning. And we thank you in advance for all of that and sticking around. And you've stuck around for this, so it is time for the second show, which gives you the fun stuff for the morning. Fun stuff for the mornings. The fun stuff for the morning always starts off with birthdays. And for August 17th, we have some great ones. Robert De Niro is 80 years old today. And we're not only going to celebrate Mr. De Niro, we're going to celebrate his new daughter. Her name is Gia Virginia Chen De Niro, the daughter of Robert De Niro and um, his wife or his girlfriend. Is his wife or his girlfriend? Her name is Chen. So that's where the Chen comes from. That's a whole lot of names. And a whole lot of legacy to live up to, but we think she's got it taken care of because um, daddy's got a whole lot of famous friends that can take care of baby, <laughs> baby Chen Janeiro. Uh, but we're talking specifically on Robert, born this day, 80 years old today. Belinda Carlisle of the um, Go-Go's. Be honest, I had this weird little crush on Belinda Carlisle back in the 80s day when the Go-Go's were going on. Made no sense whatsoever. She's 65 years old today and lovely as ever. And Donnie Wahlberg, Donnie D, is on, you know, the backup. I'm sure he's also drug-free, so you can put the crack up. The brother of Marky Mark slash Mark Wahlberg, now both actors, both formerly, you know, Donnie technically a boy band member, Marky Mark, which is sort of Marky Mark. Donnie Wahlberg going really rambly today. 54 years old today for Donnie. What's Mark doing today? I don't know. Probably saying, you know, call your mother. Don't don't fight me, Donnie Wahlberg. Don't fight me, Mark Wahlberg. Let's do our history lesson for today. We're going to go back, 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 back to 1998 to start. On this day, the 17th of August in 98, during the grand jury hearings that sought to clarify President Bill Clinton's relationship with Monica Lewinsky, you may remember us talking about a few days ago where he told his wife Hillary he actually had this, this affair, Clinton engaged in some semantic fine-tuning by stating, it depends on what the meaning of is is. If is meaning is and never has been, that's one thing. If it means there is none, that's what a completely true statement or some words to that effect. Clinton also parsed the meanings of alone, sexual relations, and the actual word sex. 
His testimony was later televised to the nation on September 21st. So in about a month from now, we will see the words from the actual testimony on the Monica Winsley affair. Um, but yes, this was the day where he actually said the words and got confused on what sex was and is is in time because he's a lawyer and went to like Harvard or something like that. He's a pretty big and, or, and was president and didn't know what sex was or alone was and what is meant. We kind of know how that played out. In 2000, police awakened and arrested a 21-year-old burglar found sleeping in the bedroom of a home in Bridgeton, Maine, after a neighbor reported a strange car in the driveway. The burglar said he was tired and decided to take a nap before leaving the house. And finally, in 2020, a 95-year-old California man known to neighbors as Bicycle Bob was treated to a celebration after he logged his 100,000th mile of cycling. Bob Mathenu said he took up cycling when he retired from working in 1990 and at that point uh, being 30 years of riding his bike 100,000 miles people love seeing Bicycle Bob and they gave him a little bit of celebration so good news on the day. Let's go to our celebration for us as school is starting in many places. Some places don't really get in until September but here um, weirdly enough, in Little Rock, Arkansas, and Central Arkansas as a kind of a metro, we've had like a tiered school start. Whatever, well, one school started through two weeks ago. My daughter's school, it's a charter, started last week. And the school district for most of the school districts um, in the city started this week, and a couple start next week. It doesn't matter. Today's a day to pull out your number two pencil and wave in the air and wave it like you just don't care. We celebrate National Number Two Pencil Day. Now, why? Is the number two pencil so important? The number two pencil is essentially the the mix of carbon in the pencil so that it can be read on the scanner sheets that were of the past. Uh, at this point, everything's on computer. My daughter probably hasn't touched a pencil in two years because she's always on her Chromebook. She can't write cursive. I mean, all, all of her reports are PowerPoint slides. So this is the curmudgeon guy saying, why are we even celebrating this? Why? Because number two pencils are freaking awesome. So if you still use one, because you're probably an actual adult, Pull one out, show it to folks, show your kids. This is what we used back in the day, back when we had to walk in the snow two, uh, both, both ways, 100 miles to school every day. And they're already looking at you crazy, so just add one more layer to your crazy. Celebrate National Number 2 Pencil Day today. Finally, one more thing you might not have heard. Guess what? If you get invited to a wedding, you are not actually obligated to go, even if you feel like it. And if you don't, you don't have to send a gift, even if you feel like you should. A survey by the American Council of Credit Counseling, people who deal with money, which is what weddings do, basically cost you money, found that 43% of us have decided not to go to a wedding for financial reasons. 43% of us are smart enough to realize this costs too much and we're not going to deal with it. But 36% of respondents say they believe that being invited means you have to go. So that means spending the money, even that means going into debt, using up credit to get to a place, especially a destination wedding that costs a lot of money and is, just, is really a vacation for the bride and groom and just a burden for you to get there. Those are my words and the words of the people from the survey. There you go. If you get invited, you don't have to go, especially if you don't like the person. If you don't like the person, don't buy them a gift. Just don't. With that. Curmudgeon John Payne is going to tell you today is Thursday, August 17th, 2023, and we're done. My name is John, where, is it, where Jay comes from, 
Jay Cleveland Payne, and we thank you so much for being with us for the show today. Whether you're watching me wrapping up live, <coughs> excuse, or you heard that cough in a replay, or watch me cough in a replay, thank you so much for being a part of the family. You are a part of our family that help us get these things done every single weekday mornings, plus the the um, also things we do for the weekends. Make sure you are following us on our feeds on Facebook and Twitter, so you tell us what to talk about every single weekday morning, and you of course are doing what you can to let us know what we can do to do better or in some cases not as worse because some things we just kind of have to do uh, by emailing us at the conversation inbox at gmail.com stop by our website for more details on all the stuff we do and very quickly I remind you to stay limber stay hydrated and stay on task uh, because life is a journey that should go as long as you can make it go so don't do what you can to shorten that journey because we need you around. Thank you for being with us here. We love you so, so much. We're going to do one more show for the week, one more of these shows for the week. That's the Friday edition of Things You Might Have Heard, and prepare for the weekly wrap-up. we got some pretty doozy, big, heavy stories that are pretty much overtaking the top ten. So you're going to see some stories, some stories that kind of hit hard this week. They're going to come back up this weekend. We'll talk about that on Saturday and the stories news for today, tomorrow, Friday morning.